Hey, okay. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Comic Thoughts, featuring our lovely guests, Connor. I mean, our lovely hosts, Connor and Sam, and me, as always, Ash. And today we have a special treat for you. We have a special guest, Ivan Ho of Memory Castles fame. Not to get mistaken with <laughs> Ivan Malat. Yeah. Two very different people. Very Russian name, uh, Ivan, honestly. Yeah. So how are you doing? How is everyone doing, actually? Let's go. So, so uh, Sam, you start. How the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm eating <laughs> chips, man. I'm so distracted already. Yeah. It's... I'm tired. I'm grumpy. I'm having a good time. I'm drinking beer, eating tomato sauce flavored chips. Ah. Uh, yeah. You know, healthy living. Yeah, that's it. That's the dream right there. How about you, Connor? How are you going? Uh, I'm five hours away. From seeing Spider-Man No Way Home, so I'm pretty uh, pretty psyched. So that's so that, that was a specific rule that Sam said not to mention Spider-Man, right? No, I like said not, not gonna... he said not to talk about. It. He never said that I could not speak about my excitement for going and seeing it in theaters. Hold out. Yeah. Um, I've also been playing with a Nerf bow. Oh my god, right. that looks cool. Because you're inspired. Well, well, it's a Dungeons and Dragons branded Nerf bow. Like they literally, it's literally a Dungeons and Dragons as the D and D logo. So I saw it. It was 19 bucks. So I thought, fuck it, why not? And like, you know, I regret yeah. that. I have to go get that. That's now. awesome. Yeah. It's before Cappy eats it or something. I don't know. Ah, uh, shit. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, for you <laughs> listeners. He keeps doing that. Every time Every time he gets up, he always flashes that ass crack. I feel yeah. like that's like one of our tropes. <laughs> that he has to flash that ass crack. You audio <laughs> listeners uh, out there, you're missing out on some prime ass crack. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, we're back. Again. We're back again. Yes, we that. There's... The crack attacks. <laughs> yeah. Do, do another video about the crack, Connor. Oh, my yeah. God. My crack show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buddy. Dude, every time you get up, but yeah, <laughs> every time I, it's 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 annoying. I have a fucking large ass, and I just keep well, on showing Well, that's nothing itself. to be ashamed about. I've I've been trying to get a big ass at the gym, so I'm not ashamed about my big ass. I just hate the fact that people give me shit about it. I think your ass is the only thing that gives shit. As, um, I'm just um, putting that out there. Sometimes yeah. it cracks us up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and um, to you audio listeners at home, you might hear uh a stranger that you're not familiar with introducing Ivan Ho again who I said earlier uh if you guys don't know he is the main guitarist for the band Memory Castles he's an aviation student who flies planes like all the time and he's super into motorcycles <laughs> just like Sam uh, a lot of yes. things are common with Sam because like Sam's also was in a band apparently maybe <laughs> yeah Connor's used my so, music for intros on some of his own videos. Yeah. So how are you doing, Ivan? Not bad, honestly. Um, a bit tired quite right now. Um, just washed a couple cars and my bike, so it's been a few hours out in the sun, but we're here. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's good to be out in the sun on a day like this. To an extent. To an yeah. extent. <laughs> as long as it's not like on Friday, which is going to be 36 degrees, which is oh, outside of, of the livable conditions of a I human. am not looking forward to that. Yeah, that's fucked. So tell us, tell us a bit about uh, yourself, memory castles, Myself, flying, memory castles, flying. All right, all right, yeah. All right, I don't even know where to start, man. Um, yeah, start with the band then. Yeah, <laughs> the band. The music. All right, all right. Yeah, the music. Um, so 
I was I was playing lead guitar memory castles for a few years. Uh, we just had our final show just a couple of weeks back. Um, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> how how long were you together for? Uh, I'd say around around three years. That's a good haul because I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll just say it out there: for most bands don't even last a year. <laughs> oh, definitely. I've seen, I've seen bands fall apart so quick. So three years—that's pretty good. So I think we spent most of the first year just like sorting our shit out, kind of um, figuring out, you know, what kind of direction we want to go into, what our goals are, and then recruiting kind of like the right people. Like we went through, we went through quite a few drummers and a couple basses just to kind of like find the right people. But um, and then second and third year would pretty much we'd we'd go play quite a few gigs, mainly at the Crown and Anchor back before COVID. Yeah, uh, the yeah, the cranker, the cranker was good, but because they are, uh, it's a pretty small, pretty small venue. So, um, I don't think we've been there since like pre- pretty much pre-COVID. I think they had their first, like I'll say their first proper like band show pretty recently. Because I know that I just accidentally was there and I saw there was a, on a board and there was an actual band getting ready. I was like, "What the fuck is this actually happening?" Like, it's back. <laughs> It's back. This is actually uh, going to happen. Sam lives at the Crown and Anchor. He loves that place. Can't get it enough a, of it. It's a great place. I used to spend nice all my Wednesday you. nights there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had your birthday there at one point, I think. I did. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember too much of that, but. Yeah, I had my birthday and those guys came as well. And, oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, Dude, Crown yeah, birthdays yeah. are pretty sweet, man. Yeah. Especially if you don't tell them that you're having birthday there. You just. Yeah, just rock up. Yeah, just you rock can't up. tell them though. It's a, <laughs> it's a normal dingy pub. You don't tell them anything. You just rock up and have a drink and listen to if you music. Tell them, or... If you tell them, they actually won't let you have it though. So no, they won't. So you yeah. just show up and say, oh, it happens to be my birthday and I've told 30-odd people to meet me here. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I think no. the last time I was at a gig at Crown Anchor, someone tried to pickpocket my friend. So that Oh, was, really? That's how dingy that bar is. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if I was there, I would have helped. Yeah, yeah. It's always a good. Oh, yeah, it's good. I like the crown record. There's a lot. There's a lot of memory castle stickers everywhere. I'm sure. I feel around. Yeah, <laughs> gotta look out for them. Uh yeah, they're they're all over the place. That's your legacy right there. I I know there's a few in Adelaide Uni in the bathrooms somewhere. It yeah, should be some Enigma bar, and then. So for the who else listeners. knows where they are, man? I've. I've just given if we're just giving out stacks of uh, stickers to my mate Tommy. I don't know if you guys, if Ashraf, you've met him, but um, uh, maybe, maybe I've just gone him. He makes his way around Adelaide. He likes to tag him up. Yeah, just what, like um, what style of music would you say that you are? Glitch, glitch in the system. Yeah, is he still there, or is he just like dumbfounded by your comment? Because yeah, I have, so. <laughs> we have talked. It'd about be this. punk pop, yeah. but punk pop uh, with. Yeah, you're back. Oh. Punk pop. We go on. There's technical difficulties, Ooh. guys. I wonder oh, if this comes shit, up in the recording. Bro. He's okay, back. Okay, I can He's hear back. Back. He's back. Yeah. Okay, you're back. Yep. You're back. I can hear you. Yeah, right. All right. Okay, so punk pop. So where were we? Punk pop, but uh, with tronic elements to it. It's pretty good. I really Electronic like punk pop. Yeah. Like, um, I don't like a lot of local bands and I like this. 
Fuck I'd you, say, bands, all of them. I, you, I'd all, say it's punk all... pop with a bit of like electronic influence to it. I had a listen. Atraf sent me through some tracks. There's some pretty cool stuff there. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, they, they have a few LPs, EPs, music videos, money. I like. Hang on, I've got to find the one that you sent me because I like. Um, I just like the title. The title's brilliant. Where is it? Oh, we post some shit. It's the best chat. We post a lot of shit. In best worst <laughs> girlfriends. Yeah, best worst like, girlfriends. What? I love that. That's such a good oh, title. Yeah. <laughs> I like how um, on the topic of his band is like he was in a magazine and like the writer of the magazine put that Ivan was like the B-A-S-E player. The what? The B-A-S-E player. Like they, <laughs> they tried to say bass player, but they spelled it as B-A-S-E. And he's not even the bass player. He's the guitarist. The fish. <laughs> yeah. the fish. <laughs> or like bass jumping or whatever. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Bass no, jumping no. kind of bass. They were saying he yeah. was bass as a player. Yeah, like he was just. Oh really, right, yeah, like, he was really bass. Yeah, bass and Ridfield, Ivan. <laughs> yeah. So what? What type of guitar do you use? Um, I've got a couple of guitars. So I start off um early stuff. It was mainly all done on a Stratocaster, but and then uh got myself a Les Paul. Oh, nice, very nice. And uh, I don't know, man. I I say the Strat is much more comfortable to play, but the Les Paul just kind of does the job for memory castles. The Les Paul's way cooler. <laughs> I'm not a Strat fan. It's a lot heavier, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't like Strats. Les all the way. And say so that, I must admit, I've fallen in love, weirdly enough, with Deshectors. I know they can be pretty cheap. I got I had an eight-string for ages, and it was super cheap. They've gone up in price now because I think people start to realise that they're pretty good for what you pay for them. Oh, honestly, yeah. I mean, um, in between the Strat and Les Paul, I had a uh, LTD. Kinda. Yeah, they're good fun too. I've got one of those now, I think. All right. Um, I have an STD. Just putting that on there. Do you know anything about guitars? Do I know anything about guitars? I know how to break them. Got the string. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've There's broken, a TikTok of Sam breaking guitar. I've broken there them is. too. So really? Far. I smashed an acoustic guitar over a rubbish bin because I didn't get given a PlayStation. <laughs> Did you? Did, did that work out for you? Did you get a PlayStation in the end? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, went bought, I went and bought a PS5 the next day, <laughs> and I yeah. got one straight away. I didn't uh, have to wait like everyone else. So yeah, fuck you for that, by the way, because you yeah. actually, you actually, um, you, I walked to the gamma rays and you were like, "Hey, I actually just got my PS5 yesterday." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, "I ordered mine on the day, and I still had to wait an extra five months after our conversation for me to get mine." So I was strolled really, in, was really, like, really, oh, really give me one. And the say. girl was like, there is one. Bam. <laughs> you walked in there. You're one like of the, the first in Australia. Right one of the it. first I know. One of the first I yeah. know. That, that, uh, back first to, back to music. Back to music. <laughs> when, you're, when you're writing music, do you have a, a preference of how you're like, I know from uh, my personal experience, it would be me and the three other guys in a very small room basically yelling at each other whose idea was best or someone playing, like if you're playing the guitar and me being the vocalist, I'd just stand there and be like, that's a sick, that's sick on guitar, dude, dumb it down, dumb it down, dumb it down. Or like the opposite way, going, make it way more technical, get trickier, get trickier. Is there a particular, do you have like a bunch of you in a room screaming at each other or? Um, that's kind of what we spent our first, first year doing, trying to figure out how this is going to work. So we did try the 
we did try your method of a few guys screaming at each other in a room. That didn't work out too well. So yeah. um, uh, we also did the method of where, you know, I'd be just like playing a random riff and then uh, Jesse, the singer, would kind of be like, oh, I like this. Um, let's make something out of it. So that kind of works sometimes, but I think for us, uh, Jesse finds it easiest to add lyrics to something that, no, he finds it easier to add music to lyrics that he's already got. Yeah. Instead, okay. of, instead of adding lyrics to a piece of music that's, you know, kind been of written already. Yeah. been written already. Yeah. I'm completely yeah. the opposite. That's crazy. Yeah, it kind of works. I, I don't know, because like I'm sure if I work with any other musicians, they probably have their own own way of doing things. But um, so after after that, uh, we've pretty much just been writing music with Jesse, setting kind of like the uh the foundation of it. Yeah, you know, the the structure, the foundation, and then uh he'd you know show us and uh we'd be like okay we'll uh we'll do our own thing with it but still kind of following what he made originally that's really so, cool obviously with uh with me i'd kind of add my own lines make it more melodic with lead guitar and all that but um let's say bass he'll probably uh add in his own his own twist drums typically um because like our latest drummer he's uh so we've gone through a few drummers all with their individual styles. Um, How many of them have been out of the rehab? Uh, <laughs> close man, to I, home. I don't even I think it's the count. But, okay. <laughs> but um, so the first couple, they would kind of just like go with the electronic track that Jesse selected on uh, what's it called um, GarageBand or whatever he's using. But um, our latest guy, he would, he, he came from, mainly heavier bands so he'd kind of add in a couple cheeky blast beats in between and all that and kind of like really spice things up uh yeah so who is that oh oh that'd be that'd be another jesse that's uh we've got two jesse's got jesse singer and drummy jesse um so he was our last drummer that we we had yeah cool that's sam loves his blast beats as well (laughs) oh yeah more blast beats (laughs) better Nothing, nothing better they than the cheeky hard. blast beat either. The cheekier, the better. I um, you least I, expect it. I've started a secret music project that I'll announce right now. Really? Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a com- bit of a joke. So, does anyone here know the band Anal Cunt? No. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, I'm gonna Google so Anal Cunt. Basically, uh, yeah, it's a real band. It's a real band. They've been unfortunately the singer did pass away, I believe. Um. Why yeah, they were banned. On for this? They were quite famous uh, in the grindcore scene, so it was very short, loud music. And then they did an acoustic album, uh, which is just as horrible. But <laughs> the goal with that kind of music is it's super short. There's usually a sample thrown in, so at the start there might be a sample. Then there's like a blast beat with a guitar riff, and then that's the end of the song. Like <laughs> it's so quick and so <laughs> stupid. So I thought, me and my friend drank a bowl of tequila and was like, let's just do this. <laughs> let's just do write a grindcore album and let's try and find all the old, like let's use um, samples again. So we legitimately have, I think there's three or four songs that have been written 
uh, and recorded. Uh, we literally are not doing any mastering. So it's just literally guitars into a line six. We're using pod farm. Uh, the drums are done on some one of the drumming programs that I found and purchased. And then I'm doing the vocals. So she's playing guitar. I'm doing vocals and then we're both kind of sitting there writing drums and just drinking and then throwing samples in and then i just make horrible noises over the top of it. <laughs> that is um what so i just listened to a couple samplings of anal cunts music <laughs> um, i've seen the titles of it hitler was a sensitive man i became a counselor so i could what <laughs> okay here's the top 10 here are the top 10 most played songs for anal cunt are you guys ready this is not- yes None of these titles reflect the opinions or thoughts of comic thoughts. <clears throat> At number 10, caring about anything is gay. Okay. <laughs> uh, number nine, kicking your ass and fucking your bitch. Relatable. Um, <laughs> radio hits. Honestly, I'm surprised it's not number one. Uh, you're a fucking cunt. Simplicity is often the uh, path to enlightenment. Uh, I went back in time and voted for Hitler is number six. Um, That's start. another Hitler title. Wow. Yeah. Um, number five is fuck yeah, poets they are. Um, number four is I'm gonna give you AIDS. Um, so... I mean, if they were, I mean, you know, grinder. Uh, it's number it's three dumb. is is cop calling faggot. Okay. Yeah. I can't um, wait to keep going. Yeah. Number two is I respect your feelings as a woman and a friend. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the number one is beating it. beating up N word that sell fake crack. Wow. And they That's didn't a... they didn't have the balls to write the N word. They just wrote N and then a bunch of symbols stars, and then G E R S. But so, not the but but not the amount of not but here's the thing. I feel like the joke is going to be missed on me because. Counting the amount of stars that here, yeah, there's too many, so it could not possibly be. It's spelt wrong. That it's either <laughs> spelt wrong or it's not the word that they're thinking it is, which is the. Look, it's straight I, up I, silly. That's a special it's shout out to your terrific. your kid committed suicide because you suck. I think that's an amazing time for a song. <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, um, so it's this, terrible. It's straight up terrible. Yeah. But basically, so I remember listening to them. I uh, listened to, uh, I'll shout out two bands that I actually got to play with Super Happy Fun Slide and um, Granny Fist. Two amazing, they're Australian grind bands. They're incredible. Uh, good fun to play with. Granny Fist put plastic bags over their heads and like suffocate themselves. And he whipped out his junk and flips it around on stage while screaming about how his granny fisted him or something. But anyway, it's just, ludicrous like it's the most ludicrous style of music ever and in my infinite wisdom i was like i reckon i can have a crack at that <laughs> good yeah, so no i'm making my own growing core album uh my friend anna's kind of been roped into it she seems a little displeased with some of it so far but it's happening but all the titles and all the lyrics uh is pretty much kind of based around food like our first oh, yeah. one's called nacho man nacho man Mm-hmm. I'm not- Nachos. I could go for some right now. I'm I'll not- share a link, a secret link for you guys later to have a private listen. I'm a nacho yeah. man. Just uh, Sam, really quickly for some new listeners and to Ivan, like, tell us a bit about the band you used to be in and the name, like Salt Slaughter to Prevail. Yeah. The, no, no, I was in, I was in Disembody the yeah. Morbid. Oh yeah. Uh, 
What the fuck? Why did I say slaughter prevail? Because that's that the German one I showed you. Um, oh yeah, fuck yeah. So this is what did more base your band. Yeah, you can find plenty of their stuff on YouTube. Nothing on Spotify. Uh, there's probably some live shows. Uh, yeah, I was the vocalist for five years. I think it was. We toured for most of that, traveling around just Australia, places, lots of little country towns and things. Uh, we had couple thousand people at one we had some pretty cool shows some pretty big shows played with bands like socroptic and stuff for any metalheads that know any of these bands um socroptic's probably one of the biggest metal bands to come out of australia uh yeah uh, just we had heaps of fun unfortunately some things happened towards the end and we all split up uh, i wanted to move drummer need to get some help uh bass player wanted to just kind of chill out do his own thing for a while and the guitarist uh, went and did his own solo project, uh, the Sam Locke project. And it was also then, I can't think of the band that he had after that, but yeah, he's brilliant. Check out Sam Locke. Uh, if you can find him, he, he's absolutely amazing. He can play like crazy. I think we were borderline as hectic as Disembody the Morbid was. We were almost too slim, simplistic for him. Like he's just one of those guys that can play. Like it's freaky. It's absolutely freaky. Yeah, and then really quickly, like, I also, like, really admire Ivan's guitar playing skills because, like, his hands move at the speed of light. <laughs> I don't know how he does it because he, he keeps going and going and going, like, song after song after song and encore and, like, he never tires. And, you know, like, when he plays live, it's the same as when you listen to it recorded. It's even better. So it's an admirable quality. I, my hands can't move that fast. I'm musically... Thank you, Ashraf. Is he able to give us a sample? Uh, Play it on your phone uh, or something. Uh, I don't have any of my guitars with me at the moment. They're outside. Just, I think I think we might have to... Just air guitar it. Yeah, yeah guitar. guitar it. No, play it, uh, play it right. on your phone or something. Or, or, or we can just move on to something else. We can, we can honestly, we can move on. Honestly, hey, uh, sorry guys, I might, I might cut out. I think everyone's jumped on the internet, so I've got a hotspot uh, to my phone. I do apologize. Sure just, <laughs> just had a warning. It's summer, dude. This is summer podcast. This is what happens. All the kids no, are home. Everyone's hogging the Wi-Fi. People. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who put the kids behind? All right. Well, tell you what, while Sam is gone, what was the next question on your list? Oh, yeah. So, so Ivan is another reason why Ivan's super cool is that he is an aviation student and he gets to fly planes. And that's something that I can't do because I'm fucking terrified of driving any sort of vehicle. That's why I don't even drive. And like, I just want you to tell us about what that's like. Flying planes. Oh. Why, why, why planes? All right. Um, uh, have you tried flying a car, Ashraf? No. Fuck well, that. then of course you're going to fly a fucking plane. It's the only thing you can <laughs> fly. Uh, <laughs> I, Sorry, I, that seemed aggressive. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Ashraf. I love you. I'll make it up to you later. Yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to it. Make it up to me by not watching Spider-Man tonight. But yeah, sorry. Uh, That's not happening. Why, why flying? <laughs> Why'd you choose to fly? Why flying? Um, I'd say it's more of like a childhood dream. It's something that's always just kind of attract. I've been attracted to. Um, but the reason, like the question, why I, I don't even know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't even know why, man. I didn't choose flying. Flying chose me. It chose me, I guess. Hey. Yeah, because because initially you were doing something else, right? And then you changed to like aviation. Yeah. So that, um, yeah, I studied law and commerce for a couple of years at Adelaide Uni. Um, yeah. yeah, that was not fun. So I was like, you know what? Um, because I it was a five year degree. I was just done my second year. I was like, you know, aviation's a three year degree. I'll finish in the same time I switched now. So I just bit the bullet and went for it and it's been worth it because you yeah. love flying yeah i do um i don't know man um i just like i feel like i'm just the opposite of you ashraf like you hate being in control of vehicles of yeah sort. too like, much responsibility I just, yeah. I just i just love it that's kind of i know man cars bikes planes boats like yeah <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. What is the dumbest thing you have to deal with as an aviation student? That was my next. That was my next question. The dumbest. Like, sorry, I'm just getting like some notifications out. here. Yeah. The dumbest thing I have to do as an aviation student. Uh, You've witnessed a lot of dumb things, but yeah. There's there's quite a few. So I'm trying to find top top few for you. Just list them as they come to your head. All right. Well. Something that's pretty stupid is uh, your probably your uh, arrival time at the airport. So, um, so our flight school uh, they require at least an hour prior flight, which most other flight schools I don't think they do that. If you if you're just a little bit late for that, they'll find you fifty bucks. But the that's issue just- is the issue is. I've got an issue with like turning up an hour if I'm actually doing something, but the instructor usually turns up like 10 minutes prior and he'll be like, oh, we're late. I'm like, nah, bro. And I can't find him 50 bucks back. That's uh, That's pretty fucking stupid. All right. I don't know. I can't really think of anything too stupid at the top of my head. You've witnessed a lot of dumb shit that other people have been doing. I don't know if we can talk about that though. Yeah, why not? Like fellow students. Yeah, fuck it. Throw them why, not? The why not? Why yeah. not? Why not? I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but... Uh, yeah. So... Just refer them to them as Ashraf 1, 2, and 3. Oh, yeah. easy. Easy. Or, or Connor okay. or Sam. <laughs> okay. I am not... I, I, I'm I Ashraf 1, obviously. Bananas <laughs> <laughs> right. and pajamas or whatever. So, um, B1 and B2. Yeah. Fucking, fucking geez, those guys. <laughs> so Parafield's got quite a few... They've got a few flying schools there. Yeah. I'm at one of them. And uh, sometimes if you don't get into one, you would apply for another one, hoping, you know, maybe their entrance requirements aren't as high. So there, there's one flight school which is fairly popular amongst all the international students because a lot of them not having English as their first language obviously would struggle with communication and passing any uh, interviews or aptitude tests. So uh, there is one flight school in particular very popular amongst the international crowd because of their how do I say it? Inability? Their not very strict English requirements. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, fair enough. You can't 
you can't get into one flight school and you're not going to just give up on your dream. So you find another avenue. I respect that. But once they get out into the air, I don't know how these guys made it they solo. Mm. They don't communicate. That's the issue. I know. Uh, <laughs> I can. I've got a similar thing in the job that I've been doing. Um, a big group of people that have been told this, like this job requires me to go to door to door to house to house, talk to lots of people. And I'm required every day. I probably talk to a hundred people and we have people that, well, that they can't speak English at all. So you have this weird problem and then people that homeowners get really angry because they're trying to tell someone who doesn't understand no and it becomes this whole problem. And then the rest of us have to come in and sort of be like, oh, we're so sorry, you're trying to solve the problems. Or they end up being an angry, horrible person or because there's been this miscommunication. Um, and I have no problem with people obviously talking multiple languages, speaking anything. I don't mind, whatever. But when the job relies on it, it gets pretty scary because considering like there's pieces of paperwork that we have that say violent householder, do not enter. And they will miss that and go in. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, miscommunication is yeah. very prominent and can, be, can get pretty dangerous. Dangerous. Especially if you're in the air. Yes. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that uh, coming in for landing. You just took off. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that's, that's literally happened. This, uh, this kid, he, he, um, he, just, he, just, he, just, he just sent it. He just like. Uh-oh. Once in the oh, he's frozen air, again. Yeah. The so air traffic control was obviously like, you know, what what are you doing? And then he 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 probably didn't know what he was doing, but um uh there's something there's something in aviation called a circuit or pattern where you you pretty much fly in like a square box around a runway. Um so that's like a uh we do quite a few, quite a bit of that in the early stages of flight training, just to mainly practice our handling, handling of the aircraft. But uh, this kid took off with without without clearance, and then uh, they were saying, "Okay, so just follow the pattern, come back into land. There's an aircraft in front of you. Make sure you don't cut him off. Make sure, like you know, you keep a safe distance." So what he does, I think, because of his uh, misunderstanding or miscommunication, he uh, said, there's an aircraft ahead, don't cut. So he just went and cut him off, which uh, which was, you know, it's, it's not a huge area. So it was, uh, I think it was a pretty close call. He, he got in a bit of trouble after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. That's terrifying. It's fucked up. So like, yeah. <laughs> you should be allowed flying, to play again. Fuck that shit. No yeah. way. Now I don't yeah. want to get on a plane even more. Ah, uh, bro, you don't, you don't need to worry. The guys that are flying you around, they're all qualified and all. But yeah, stay, stay, uh, keep an eye out around Parafield area. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stay on the, I'll stay on the motorbike, I think. That'll do. Yeah, you'll be able to weave it pretty easily. <laughs> I mean, these, these planes aren't very fast either. So they're like Cessnas or whatever. 250cc. <laughs> <laughs> so depending on what you ride, you might be able to outrun it. <laughs> Nothing powerful at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty 
it's pretty fucking stupid that that kind of stuff happens and like after that they're still allowed to fly <laughs> I don't know it's all uh, a part of all a part of your progress I guess but nah it's, it's kind of fucked <laughs> do you ever yeah, try I mean, and hide references to flying in your music ah uh, bro I, I don't I don't write any lyrics man <laughs> None at all. You're not like, not hey, dude, just change that to like, flying high. Just that lyric. Just flying high. Just not at all. Real and you know, speaking of, speaking of that, the name of your band, I never got to ask. Where come oh, from? yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, Jesse, the singer, he kind of started this uh, Memory Castles a little bit before I joined it. Maybe a couple months prior with... Uh, he, just had a, he just had our first drummer who he went to high school with back in Hong Kong um, and uh, he, I think it was like Comic Con or something and he bumped into this guy and said, like, oh, I'm going to start a band. You want to join? So that kind of happened. Jesse used to play guitar in the band. So he'd just be like kind of writing songs, playing guitar and just with just drums, vocals and guitar. Um, he's, I, I asked him this question. I remember he was like, oh, we've gone through a couple of names and nothing really stuck. So, I went on like a band name generator or something and then he just, he just kept clicking through, clicking through until he was like, oh, actually, this is all right. I'm just going to stick with this and that's how it came to be. <laughs> band <name generator laughs> memory castles is like an actual term, right? It's like what people who have like photographic memory is what they what they imagine in their head. <laughs> is it? I know yeah, it's, it's how they categorize all of their um, information and like if they want to access something, they imagine the memory castle and then they go inside the castle and then they access the information Inception. like the information they want is the a room in the castle or something wow. so that's that's what i was thinking about i was Damn. like i can't believe it's just a random name <laughs> no it's, it's, it's as random as random can be honestly yeah <laughs> oh, that's it's good name. yeah sam's petting a cat that he's allergic to it's popped yeah yeah ivan also has a cat i do I'm also kind of allergic to him, but what's your cat's yeah. name? My cat's name is called Bubbles. Bubbles? Why bubbles? Bobs. Powerpuff girls. Uh good question. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, f- I think we got him when I was fairly young. I was probably like I was probably like 10 years old at the time. And uh he How old's was... his cat? <laughs> My cat is if I'm if I'm around 10, he'd be 12 now. Damn. He's Ooh. he's an old boy. But uh, I think, so we got him as a gift for my sister's birthday because she's wanted a cat ever since she was really young. So um, I think she picked a name. I don't know why, but it is what it is. I think it, Bubbles is a fairly common cat's name, though. Cobra Bubbles. Uh, I, I can I imagine that. I've got an idea. I reckon Ashraf needs to start a band. He does. Maybe, yeah. I used to play violin. I we can go. integrate that somehow, yeah. Uh, you can. There are plenty of bands listen to that use violins. Yeah, I can like plug it into an amp or something. You can. You can. Like, completely yeah. been done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wah, 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 wah. yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, um, have a great impersonation by Ashraf. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, that's me impersonating violin. Wah, 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 wah. Hey, I can also sing. Ashraf, you're in. Uh, you're in Spiderway No Way Home, right? Can you give me? Can you give me? Can you give me a little bit of a performance? Oh, from No Way Home. Yeah, for your character in No Way Home. You know uh, playing, right? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, my Green Goblin impression. And uh, <laughs> my auto Octavius impression is like, why do you sustaining now? 
<laughs> Why do you bounce when you do the Grey Goblin? That's uh, that's how he does. He's very, you know, emotive. <laughs> no. He's, he's moving all the time because he, he can't see his face. So, you know, he's got to move. But he doesn't do this. <laughs> oh, am I? That's another one. Sleep. That's another one. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... I'm not sure what else you know because uh, I, I, <laughs> I was just thinking I've been I, I've been, I was just thinking about that story you told me about bubbles where like you freaked bubbles out when he came home and like uh, bubbles was taking a shit or something and then like he said hi bubs and then the cat freaked out and ran away and then like it spread shit all over your house or something he left he left a little trio around oh, that's fucked cats that. all cats uh, yeah yeah He's, He's got, a, he's, he's got a few stories. Sounds Sorry? Good. Diving in motorbikes. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm going to die. Sam's going to make me ride a right bike. Right now? Yeah, right now, right I have now. a Yamaha MT-09. MTs are everyone's favorite bike right now. Everyone They're fairly popular one. right now. They... Three of my mates have the... Oh, two have the MT-10... And... Oh, yeah, I think they're all jumping on the MT bandwagon. I'm the only one. Oh, actually, no, I lie. I've got two sets of friends, really. One half all have MTs. The other half are all just Harleys and Indians. <laughs> uh, I think I understand why everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, though. They're a pretty nice-looking bike, and they seem to go they like just hammer. Yeah, they're just very practical. It's not like a super sport wheel that powers up up high. It powers is always instantly there. So, like, for street it, use, it's perfect. It can be, too, though. They can tune them to, like, just... Yeah, some of the guys I know have been racing them recently. I hit up the bend uh, last week on my MT. How was actually. that? That was pretty good. Um, so obviously, as a naked sports bike, it's a lot more nimble, but at at the cost of stability. So uh, at higher speeds, the uh, the front can get fairly sketchy. It can get what pretty light. Speed? Were you getting to? Uh I wasn't exactly looking at the speed of it. I glance I hit around 240, 245-ish. Fuck. On the straight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, like, yeah, it was a bit it was a bit sketchy at that at that speed because I, I didn't have steering stabilized or anything. But in the corners, it just rips, honestly. That's crazy. Like, your older talk there. To, okay, to put that into perspective, I shouldn't say this because I am on my learners, but my top <laughs> speed... Has been oh, I could have been on dirt. Shh, no one knows. Yeah. I could have been on a private road or dirt. Yeah, well, it was on a private road track. on a, pro- a private uh, private racetrack. Road, yeah, on a racetrack. Yeah. Uh, yep, uh, I hit. I think it was one hundred and thirty on, on my two fifty Virago. That is pretty and that's good. Me fucking hammering it <laughs> like that poor <laughs> bike is like oh you're pushing me like it uh, is not happy. It's getting up there to the point of it doesn't want to go any faster. <laughs> so to get, you know, another hundred over that, and I know how quick that felt on that bike. To go another hundred over that, pretty much, is fucking phenomenal. Pretty quick. Um, I mean, first first few times when you push those numbers, it is a bit spooky, but do kind of get used to it eventually, I guess. Yeah, it's. I a mean, I've thing. had a few bikes as well, so kind of. Well, it's like. I am. I haven't been on uh, any dirt bikes for a little bit. 
uh, I think the last time was I actually took a road bike out dirt riding and um, I jumped a CB250. Uh, yeah, so that's a road bike. If anyone doesn't know, CB250s are pretty much what most learner guys tend to buy and turn into cafe racers, um, which a cafe racer is like a long seat. The handles uh, sort of clipped on to the front of the peg, so you're really down low. All the guys with moustaches that brew your coffee is pretty much like them. <laughs> Hips the bike, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so I, we've, I've got one with dirt wheels on it, and it's called The Rat. My mate actually made it. And I jumped it. So, yeah, fuck all your hipsters. Do that. (laughs) Sam, you think that's fucking impressive? I once got in third place on one of those arcade bike bicycle machines, one of those bike motorcycle races. (laughs) Arcade, local arcade. Fucking no shit. Yeah, Yeah, third place. MXGP Pro or something. Yeah, (laughs) third third place against the AI as well. So, well, I straddled (laughs) Ivan's bike once. And then I was too scared I was going to break it, so I ran away. <laughs> it's all right, Ashraf. I've got something planned for you, mate, and it's actually in motion. All right, yeah. Am I, am I involved in these plans? Yes. Yeah, but I think for some reason, I feel like, Connor, you'll get on a bike and kind of just get it because you drive a car. So you've got some sort of experience being behind something moving. Ashraf is going in completely dry, behind the yeah. pillow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to complete a dry and binding the pillow. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> that is true. I am commonly quite wet. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not looped up. Yeah, it's going to be painful. It's going to be both of you equally, equally nervous. Uh, but I think when you see the bike and what I've got planned, you'll be fine because you're just driving in a straight line to start off with in first gear. So, you've got no problem and you can't kill the bike. That's the best thing because it's a two-stroke. It's an old DT. So you can drop it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll be right. So it won't hurt you or the bike. It's, it's first gear. That's the first thing I'll get you to. It's just first gear rolling. You'll be fine. I reckon oh, Ashraf will secretly yeah. love it more than he thinks. And then Yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about the story you told about like how you jumped bikes and then like when you're in the air, you pass out or something. Hmm. That was a yeah. push bike. Yeah, so I did a seven-foot jump. So straight up, seven-foot, just up. And then the gap was only small, but then the down ramp's another seven-foot or something, or a bit lower than seven-foot. So it's like just pure peaks. I did that on a push bike, and I, I blacked out. And so did my friend. We both were doing it for the first time ever. The guys we were with were doing backflips and tail whips and <laughs> flares and stuff. And I literally was like rode over it and was like, Oh, and sort of like woke up on the on the other side. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> but I did it a bunch of times, and then by the end of it, I wasn't having that sensation anymore. But that yeah. sensation, it's your brain. I, I looked it up because I was like, oh, should I be worried that I'm medically not okay or something? It's because a survival my, thing. Isn't she, it? Yeah, it's a survival yeah. thing. It's your brain turning off for a minute to be like limp. Like you should be doing this. Like <laughs> this is stop what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, so. I got, I've never had that while riding a motorbike because I think that would be way more scary. But yeah, my brain, uh, my brain turned off while riding a, jumping a push bike. So I just know that I won't be hitting any giant jumps on a motorbike until I'll, be, I'll build that up. So I've jumped a road bike, which is pretty dumb, over a decent-sized jump, I like to think, uh, in third gear, full hammer. So that's pretty quick. Um, the best thing about that is I put... Uh, 
because it's a road bike. So I put all the road bike stuff back on it <laughs> to make it look really dumb. So everyone else is riding dirt bikes and I've got like a fully functioning road bike out on the like salt flats. And then I've gone to do a quick turn and I've dropped it and smashed all the mirrors and all the stuff I'd just put on it. So <laughs> putting all that shit on was pointless. But yeah, I jumped it. There's a video. There should be a video, I think, on our YouTube of it, maybe. So, yeah, it's on Earth's Paradise, I think. Yeah, yeah I'll have to so have check a it out. I'll really it. It'll, be under it motor, it'll be under Motor Adventures somewhere. If it's not there, I know it's on my Instagram, which is Comic Cribs. Um, but otherwise, I'll maybe I'll throw it to Connor to add to the end of this. Just I'll send him just that video, and you can add it to the end of this to upload as well. Yeah, for a bit of fun. I so have you. That's I'd be dirt riding. <laughs> Any dirt riding? Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Have you, done any, have, you, have you done any dirt riding before? Yeah. Uh, or jumps? Bit of both, unintentionally. So um, so I run a motorsport club at UniSA. Uh, we set up monthly events, usually cruises. Uh, and there was this one time when we went for a cruise down to Yankalilla down south. And uh, we wanted to go to the Maiponga Reservoir. So my dumbass followed Google Maps and took us on a dirt road. So we were on like road bikes. Everyone was on road bikes. You had a few, you had a few cars in the back door, like you know, fairly street spec and lowered. So it wasn't a fun time. No jumps there, but had a couple jumps, um, like real, real tiny, tiny jumps, just like um, just random country roads. That's so sketchy. Tiny bit of air, but like the front wheel just kind of pops up a bit. Um, At least I, I had knobblies on. That's so sketchy when you're just full dirt <laughs> wheels, uh, road wheels on a yeah. dirt track is the most scariest thing. Hitting any road bike for people that are not familiar with motorbikes at all, road wheels on any kind of, any, I mean, grass. You get grass on the road, your road wheels will start slipping. It's fucking sketchy. Oh man, that that was not a fun ride. Um, I mean, uh, I felt I felt okay. Here's a, here's on a question: the, what, yeah. what about because because of someone who doesn't know anything? Road what wheels on dirt grass bad? How do dirt wheels do on road? They're not good for the wheel; they'll survive. But it depends on the wheel too. I think you get a little bit more grip. Yeah, because it's vice it's, versa. Yeah, it's knobbly, so you sort of still. It's not as bad, but it wears away that wheel really oh, quickly. Yeah. They're made for, they're each made for their own purpose. Yeah. So they're not really, there's scrambler wheels that you can buy that kind of do a bit of both. But once again, you'll find they wear out quicker than either of the other choices. Fair enough. No, I was just curious. Yeah. All so right. don't ruin your tires, guys. That's what I say. Tires play Mario Kart. If you've got videos of you jumping a motorbike or doing anything sick with any kind of vehicle, send it to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sam loves loves that shit. But don't don't see this podcast as encouragement to do it. Do it. Don't hold back. We we hear it. Encourage smart, responsible decision making. We're not responsible. That's what I'm going to say. Wear a helmet. Use the right tires in the right situation. Make sure you have your license or that you are in a situation in which you are not legally viable. <laughs> and if you're going to die, at least make it really sick, you know? Yeah, do something fun with it. Have, yeah. have a crack. Have a red hot crack. 
<laughs> but a bit like mine. Oh, what? Oh, uh, yeah. That, that, that's Harry, that. Harry Sweaty. That's the opposite of what you want. Bad writing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, we've talked a lot about bikes. I think the second part of this question was bands because we, me and Sam, we, we love our heavy shit. And uh, you got some um. punk in there. So, uh, Mr. Ho. That's yes, what, I saw I saw that in your uh, Zoom name, so I'm not sure why. <laughs> oh uh, well, was, yeah, like wrong. You need to say stuff for you, <laughs> Mr. Ho. What bands do you listen to? That's a very good question. Um, let me get Spotify on Spotify. Unread. Yes. <laughs> so, how oh, was that? I'd say my music tastes are fairly open. Can't listen to a bit of everything. Um. Been getting a lot into local bands, the guys that we, we would gig with and all that. There's uh there's a band called No 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 No. Um that's pretty good. They're pretty oh, good. I've seen yeah. them. They were good. They're, yeah. No I way. Mean, yeah. I think I think they're just hitting the limelight right now. Like they're just getting bigger and bigger. Um they get getting featured on, you know, Triple J. Um and there's also Wolf and Chain, they're also local. Uh the okay, singer, is Wolf and Chain the emo Emo's, I don't know what else called. They're like Michael Romance. Yeah, fanboys. that's the best yeah. way to describe it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know everyone's like support local. I'm not technically from Adelaide, so fuck yours. It's terrible. <laughs> well, they're a bit harder than Michael Romance. I don't know. No, I wouldn't say that they're on the same level. Like we're shit. fairly close. <laughs> thing is, Al's. Oh, we can't. Oh, he oh, oh, he's gone. I think I know what he was going to say though. Like the. Uh, the singer's yeah, brother, like... yeah, his yeah. his band's okay. singer's brother is in Wolf and Chain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's a singer Wolf and Chain. Yeah. Um, I know. Apart from that, I've just been listening to a lot more punk pop these days. I used to be in a bit of heavier stuff, but kind of, I don't know that's kind of died off for me a little bit. I'm not really vibing it these days. So uh, we'll, we'll go through changes. You grow up again. One we day. do. We do. <laughs> I will one day. Um, I mean, I used to listen to a lot of metalcore. Uh, I don't know what I like. Uh, I liked. Look, I'll, I'm not. I'm not. I know I'm bagging, but it's it's uh, all in fun. All music's good. Do what you love. Listen to what you like. Um, dubstep's not good. No, actually, no. Dubstep's bad. I agree. Unless unless it's electronica, unless it's electronica, which Sam says you can all go fuck yourselves. Apparently, yeah, because oh, I can talentless. make it in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> get GarageBand. You can. Anyone can be an electronica artist, I guess. He he makes Pretty us hard. a he makes us a theme for comic thoughts, and literally just goes. It took me an hour, and I have no respect for electronica artists now. <laughs> I wrote that whole techno. <laughs> like it was. How long was it, Connor? Uh, like three half four minutes. So a song i wrote yeah. a song like you've wrote like an sitting, actual song just sitting there being like oh yeah this is kind of cool oh yeah it's kind of cool oh yeah okay yeah i'll send that to connor connor's like i asked for an intro not a fucking <laughs> I, a I, I wasn't complaining i was putting out i i just need an intro and an outro and like you know the melody that you got that da, 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 da. it's really yeah, yeah. fucking catchy it's like well, a really nice melody i also just got the midi midi keyboard and everything set up now so i can write more stuff i just got to get some new synth sound so i can I can write some techno in my free time when I'm bored coming up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should Watch do. out, techno people of Adelaide. You got the competition now. Yeah. yeah. I can go and then just <laughs> loop it for an hour straight. Like, yeah. you know, then slowly bring in it. <laughs> Watch out, Desmouse. Watch yeah. out, the rude. 
You're going to have DJ Cripple. (laughs) (laughs) This is why fucking Daft Punk quit. This is why they retired. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because I knew I was coming. Yeah. They they Uh, feared Chris. So what... um, with all those bands that you mentioned, especially the local ones, what do you wish you saw in the local scene? Oh, that's a good question. So I know I got I got one that I there's something that with every band shits me, and I'll be interested to see what if you have one one thing. I mean, the local scene's kind of died off a lot since COVID started. Like, there's a lot of restrictions, so people aren't too keen on playing shows with you know seated seated crowds and all that. Um, so I haven't actually been out to a show in quite a while. Uh, but like, I'm actually not too sure. Like, you know, some bands, some, some gigs are pretty hit and miss, but like, there's some guys that are just like super consistent, always putting on a good show. And like, the scene would be awesome if you just had a few more of those guys coming out. A bit more consistency. Yeah. 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 Quality control, I guess you could put it yeah, in there. Yeah, pretty much, it. pretty much. To, oh. to Ivan's point before before Sam answers, like, it is pretty fucked to, like, play your heart out and look at the audience and everyone's just sitting down because they have to be sitting down and have, everyone's wearing a mask and everything. It's, it's you yeah, know, it's, the energy yeah. is just not, not there, you know. <laughs> I, yeah. went to, I went to a punk show um, and it was awesome. The band was so good. And Pete, this is peak COVID too. So I got the burps. And um, we're watching these bands and they're playing like old school, get me old school sort of like offspringy living end vibes. It was really, really cool. And we literally big signs, security all around us. You're not allowed to move. So everyone's standing there, like arms flexed out. Folded. Yeah. Folding their head, but looking kind of like that. I love this fucking music, but looking angry. (laughs) Like, so I feel so bad for the guys on stage because they're like playing their hearts out and everyone's just there like, yeah, angry. That's pretty fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> you can't do anything. You got this pent up. Like, I just want to mosh and jump around and dance, but no, fuck you, can't. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder how it feels to play to a crowd like that. Oh, uh, uh, everyone's played to a crowd like that, really? <laughs> even if they didn't want to. <laughs> School assemblies. <laughs> it's it is it is not a COVID only issue. It's just an issue that has come up more because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, my I've got to say my pet. My, the thing I want to see more, and it's also my pet peeve, is I see there's band, heaps of really good local talent, but the show they put on is so fucking boring. There's no... It's just them playing. I don't give a fuck. You can play amazingly, and if you're standing there playing amazingly, I'll stand there and go, oh, they're good, but good on you. These days, that's not just the mark anymore. I always was obsessed with bands like Rob Zombie, even Marilyn Manson, right, all yeah. that stuff growing up, uh, Guar, Slipknot. So, Slipknot. Think about those shows. Like, holy shit. They're, like, dressed up. They're dancing around. They're covering people in blood and guts or whatever, going silly. So I remember I know the shows that I did, my blood-covered stuff, aren't on YouTube and probably couldn't be. <laughs> I used to, like punch my face in i'd have blood all over me i'd rip my clothes off that had fake blood stuff on me and have like a skeleton thing underneath um i was constantly dressed up as something just always doing crazy shit running around in the audience uh screaming jumping about on things you just don't stop but i notice that no one else does that and that upsets me because i go and see these bands i'm like fuck they're good but god they've got nothing else going on 
Like, give me, give me something. You like, got to stand out. People... You got to engage with the audience yeah. a bit. Yeah, well, people pay to see pilot. a performance. You know, yeah. I saw Life Pilot, and it was incredible. Those guys, I couldn't believe it. Were like running around, jumping about, going crazy. And I'm like, wow, I was not actually expecting to see this, and it made me really happy to see a band. I think they're called Life Pilot. I hope I got that right. We're jumping around, going nuts, and actually like really interacting. But I always saw live music as a bit of a, this is a performance. So yeah. where's the the epicness? Bring the epicness. I used to roll my eyes back in the head, have a smoke machine, and just red covering. Like it's just as horror based as I could get because of the style of the music. So I don't know. There, there you go. Anyone that's listening that's in a band or anything, go the next level. If you stand there and go, "Fuck, it'd be cool to light my guitar on fire." figure out how to do it if you think wow this song sounds evil put an evil image behind you or on you or something if it's dancey fucking dance with it don't just stand there and play do something for fuck's sake <laughs> I, th- I think memory castles actually like went all in with that sort of thing i think jesse the main singer especially oh like, dude jesse went hard on that he yeah, went, yeah, yeah. he really put on hard. a good show that's it. Yeah. That's what I mean. So that you, you guys get it. That's the whole point. Yeah. Put on that show. But uh, unfortunately, in the local scene, that's where every time I go to a show, it's locally based. Uh, more so, I'm talking about probably the styles that I'm listening to at the moment, just real heavy stuff, is they all just seem to stand there. And the singer yeah. just does the same thing and walk around and go, or I'm a straight edge. Don't hurt each other. Respect your surroundings. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. <laughs> you numpty wanker. <laughs> COVID, COVID does make it more difficult, I think. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But oh, even be- before that, you would have stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it, not for the band, though. The band can still put on their best performance ever to no one. Yeah. And they get, I, I would give more respect for a band that came out and played and ripped their shirts off and went crazy and did all the fun stuff on stage than to even to if no one's moving or allowed to move. And I was there, I'd still be like, fuck, I will pay for a CD or something. Like, that yeah. was insane. I'll buy a shirt. I'll support them financially somehow. Where, it's all, yeah. You, yeah. yeah, instead of going to a show and then they're like, yeah, cool, this is it. Just strum, stare, hello, everyone. This is Because you song. can listen <laughs> to their music anytime, but, like, you pay to see a performance, you know? That's it. That's yeah. It. Uh, Let's get more And it's also, that. like, people also don't understand sometimes, because I've not been to a lot of live performances until I've, like seeing Ivan's band, I guess. And like, it's actually a two-way street. The audience also has to participate. <laughs> like, 100%. if you're, yeah, if you're at a performance, no one wants to like, you shouldn't be there with your arms crossed. Like, it's it's pretty fucking terrible. That's, <laughs> it just that's, brings the whole thing. That's a down. common yeah. pose for me. Yeah. If I'm not, you can tell, if I'm not really vibing it, it's all yeah. this. It's all crossed up. It's all just... Oh, really? Or just we're, sitting on your hands or whatever. We're waiting for bullshit. this band to get to the next one. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck the opening act. <laughs> and, oh, and so what's... um? Oh, I know that I've just been bitching and moaning. But with, yeah. with your experiences, what's something that are you now not doing much musically? Got plans? What's happening? Um, so I'm actually not too sure as well because like, I've just uh, finished uni. So Ooh. might be looking for like a full-time job in the near f- very near future. And uh, most likely that'd be up in Northern Australia somewhere. So I don't know if I want to commit to a new project or anything. That's fair. So anytime you're... soon. But get, I have been asked. Yeah. 
but I have been asked to play bass in the indie, indie rock band, which I'm, yep. I don't know if I'm going to do that. And then Jesse is also starting a new solo project, which uh, he asked me to just play live guitar for him, which um, cool. I mean, it doesn't, it's the solo project seems to be a lot less commitment. So I might take him up on that, but I'm not too sure if I could, I, if I should start a new, you know, full-time kind of band thing again yeah. for now. I, I, how old are you? I'm 22. Oh, oh, so oh anything, anything musically you can go for, go for it. Have a crack. Yeah. Because it's the worst thing. Like I'm 31 and I miss playing horribly to the point where I'm writing a grindcore album bottles <laughs> of tequila. <laughs> Like, I fucking miss it so much. I mean, even I'm just looking at myself now. I'm looking at my neck. My neck is the full corpse grinder neck nearly compared to everything else on me. I've shrunk down because I haven't been working out. And my neck's just like this because it's all just all the time. So it's just, it's, uh, I miss it so fucking much. So just do it, man. Jump into anything musical that you can. There you go. Okay. Pass all right. the time. I'll, yeah. take, I'll take your advice. I'll full send it, man. Yeah, full yeah, and- send it. Yeah. You told me, Ivan. You told me that like you you were inspired by like bands who like their the main singers like were also pilots or something, and they would used to like fly their bands everywhere or something. Iron I don't know if that makes any uh, sense. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, right. That's Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. I yeah. think that's I think that's the only one. Yeah, that's the, um, Bruce Dickinson has a full flyers license. He has his own uh, plane that he actually owns, and he when they go on tour, he's the one who flies them because he has a huge passion for uh, for flying. As well, there you go. Yeah, yes, yeah, I think he, I think he worked as an airline pilot for a bit, and then um, he uh, and then his side project took off. Yeah, legit, <laughs> <laughs> pretty well, much. Well, because yeah. he, he wasn't even he, well, he got invited in because the first singer left Iron Maiden, and he was, I think they just he just showed up, was like, yeah, why not? I'll give this a go, and they were like, oh my god, you're fucking perfect. And then the second album, Number of the Beast, just like it was Number of the Beast. Like, good just, album. And then it was like, well, I guess we're, we're doing this. Um, and fun story. He actually told this story. Um, ever heard of Arthur Brown? No. What? There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a guy called Arthur Brown. Uh, Brown. He was an artist. He had, his, his band was called The Crazy World of Arthur Brown. And he did the song uh, Fire. I am the god of hellfire. And I bring you fire. Da, da, da. But he was, like the, he was like one of the early shock rockers. Um, you know, he was this wild maniac up on stage. The day before they went on the number of the beast tour, fucking um, Bruce Dickinson saw that Arthur Brown was playing in a town hall. Walked in, saw him playing in front of like 20 people, walked up to Arthur Brown and said, hi, my name is Bruce Dickinson. I'm uh, in the band I made. I'm about to go on tour and I literally stole my entire act from you. <laughs> um, if you want to look up one of the uh, original shock rockers, look up Arthur Brown, but also look like Screamy Jay Hawkins. If you want to look up that, uh, look at people who had talents but were showmanshipy, like genuinely. You were talking about showmanship before, Sam, and like getting in the yeah. crowd invested. Screaming Jay Hawkins, his whole thing was like, I'm like a six and a half foot tall black man with a really big voice. I'm going to dress up in uh, a witch doctor costume it's 1940s america i'm gonna talk about putting spells on people and scare the fuck out of the white folk <laughs> man good that was man. that was his whole thing and it worked what time did we start guys uh man. we started at about 6 40 so we've got about two minutes until we hit our hour mark yeah right okay so um maybe we should either end this here or 
maybe quickly ask Ivan what his perspective in comics is. <laughs> Ivan, what, what do you think about comics? Yeah, general? what do you think? About we should comics? have some comic thoughts. I don't, I don't really. Uh, oh, super. Really, yeah. I've never really um, looked into comics or anything actually. So I can't there we go. to join the comic <laughs> thing band I had planned. Uh, the closest <laughs> thing to a comic is probably a uh, what's it called? Japanese manga. Mag- oh yeah, what do you read? Hentai, hentai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, Bukake. I, f- I think I, I think as a kid I read a f- bit of Initial D. Before I, oh, yeah. before I actually was like, you know, I can't be screwed reading this. I'm just going to watch it. But I think, um, and now you live yeah. here. Oh, you're not supposed to say that on here, but yeah. <laughs> street, street racing is illegal, mate. I do it in Mexico, right? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So maybe we should just Elizabeth. end it there. Yeah. Anyone got, <laughs> anyone got anything they want to add? Uh, uh, Ivan, have you watched? Snake Eyes before? No, no, I'm not. wait, before then, before then, before we oh, get into yeah. any of that, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Uh, so, just let me check something real quick with my phone here. Well, since oh, checking that, anyone want to check out my new lamp for the right. So, we've got. What is that? What is what? happening? What am I looking at? Two more episodes till the start of season Spider Man lamp. Oh, okay. Yeah, Spider Man okay, Street Light lamp. Yeah. Uh, also, two, like, more, two more episodes, Shut the fuck up. We got two more episodes <laughs> until the start of season two. And everyone heard Connor say he's going to start editing in the intro. He's going to also help make the main video be the video <laughs> we just uploaded. That's going to happen. That's a big one, isn't it, Connor? Oh, well... Look, Conrad, Conrad shouldn't take all the flag for it because I can do that as well and I've not been doing that. I keep forgetting to do that. Ashraf, you don't do much, mate. We're not trusting you with anything. <laughs> but, uh, what was the last time you posted to Instagram, buddy? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, let's, uh, let's cut this episode. I, I, I know Thank I you. gave myself shit for inconsistency last week, but um, at least I consistently upload the episodes to YouTube. Yeah. Look, I want to say look, thank you to Ivan for being here and uh, yeah, thanks a lot, and being a part of the Comic Sots world and talking music and bikes. Um, thank you for the invite. We yeah, should do a cruise one day. We'll be very different riding because I am definitely more cruiser style i'll be on a virago at the moment i tried to buy a harley sportster the other day but my friend bet me to it by like two minutes the fucker so <laughs> i don't own a harley yet that dream's still destroyed um but anyway one day i'll get there uh, uh, but i'm yeah. gonna throw ivan under the bus ivan said that you ride boomer bikes because you're a boomer i ride boomer bikes <laughs> boomer cycles <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, right, that's it. I'm gonna have to hurt you. <laughs> Ivan's not coming back. This is oh, the first last me, bro. time on the podcast. Yeah, let's get your little Yamaha buddies against my mates. This will be fun. <laughs> oh, I ride a Yami as well. <laughs> that, that is totally not fair, uh, though. Sam never, he, he doesn't ride boomer bikes. He's not a boomer. I'm pretty sure Sam was there when they made the first bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm There's a big wheel and a little wizard. wheel. He's too, he's too old to be a boomer. Yeah. I am Doctor Strange. He had a unicycle. He was like a the bear, like a carnival. <laughs> you know I had a unicycle I, at his house a couple of weeks back that I was riding. I think it's still there. I don't know where we got. Oh, you from. should do drums with that. That unicycle. You should. Mate, I can't. I can't balance on it. I have no balance. 
Fuck. You don't need do to, bro. He's just got a job. Do a flip. Do a, do a flip. flip. Do a flip. All right, let's go. All right, let's go for a cruise. Uh, let's go up through the hills. Let's go up towards Lobie and up through there for a bit of a trip. Perfect. I'd be yeah. super keen. And then so- actually, if we if we make it work, I can try and uh, organize it with my mate to go do some dirt riding at one of his properties on the way. We get Ashraf on a bike. That's good. Yeah, yes. that's good. Yeah. Sam, I have a bike. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just grab your unicycle and like hold on to the back of your bike, Sam, on the unicycle. I'm trying to figure out what... I know what bike I definitely want. I mean, you can both ride the DT. The DT is an old Yamaha two-stroke. Uh, it's, it's awesome. But I just feel like I want you to be on different bikes and maybe make it a little bit of a competition out of it. Ashraf can ride my bike. <laughs> maybe. Around the track. I don't, I wouldn't we'll destroy it. that track. <laughs> You'll see the track, and I reckon you'll even you'll be a bit like, "Oh, this is a bit rough." Okay, Sam, what the, f- what the fu- Sam, shut the fuck up! We're out of time. Yes. What the fuck I know. Are I was trying to see how long I could go. Seriously, I, I want to wear a Snake Eyes helmet, just like <laughs> will be Snake Eyes. Uh, um, that snake was on this. on this episode. We're finishing now. Ivan, <laughs> give us no. an outro. Al- outro, yeah. Ivan, give us yeah. an outro. Say something offensive. Do it. Fuck you. All. No one likes you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's new to this. He'll get better with time.